You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. One man to beat, you can forget about it. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that place and take Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning and welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on your home for Alabama sports. Glad to have you with us live, local, and ready to get things on the radio, going on radio airwaves as well as on the radio network at Martin Houston fan page, Alabama Tradition, Tide 109, X's and O's Sports as well as on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. All of those offer you the opportunity to engage and interact with us. Uh, if you want to talk to us about chat, just uh, via chat, just put your question or your comment or your thoughts in the chat box and we'll interact with you there. Or call us the traditional way at 205 342 9904205342 that's the Alabama One Hotline live local and open for business remember that this is a day that the Lord has made so let's rejoice and be glad in it take some time today to notice someone love someone serve someone be the difference you want to see in the world today um, as we went off the air yesterday, I had asked uh, Joe and Xavier uh, to be thinking about uh, if they were a commissioner of the other conferences, what would be their strategy? So they're going to be the commissioner for a day uh, and uh, get to talk conference realignment, throw out their thoughts, their ideas of what they might do. If you want to get in on that conversation, once again, you can join us via the Alabama One Hotline. Also, other topics uh, for uh, the conversation, of course, we'll have some recruiting news, a couple big uh, dates and uh, lists uh, Alabama making uh, coming up in the next 24 to 48 hours, as well as making a couple top three lists. So uh, big news on the recruiting trail. So we'll have Hank South joining us in the second half of today's uh, program. To talk with us about that, uh, we may get to it a little bit before we bring him on, but uh, that's definitely part of the conversation. So if you have a recruiting question, 
uh, you can always add that to uh, the conversation as well. We've got to talk about uh, Keelan Robinson. Uh, is he doing some of what uh, Coach Stallings calls whistling while walking through the cemetery? Uh, is that what's up with uh, Mr. Keelan uh, Robinson there? Hey, there may be some other things you want to get to as well. So uh, this is uh, the Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team. So uh, let us hear from you this morning. Uh, 205-342-9904. Good morning, uh, X. Welcome into the program. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How about you, Seth? Doing well. Glad to ha- glad to have you with with me this morning. Uh, what we're going to start off talking about, uh, let's go ahead and get that grade out there uh, for a position. Um, you know, uh, I think Steve Sarkeesian said it a couple days ago. Uh, when he was interviewed talking about, you know, one of the most impressive things about Nick Saban is how he transitioned from uh, a defensive-minded guy um, to uh, a guy who is definitely led by the offensive side of the ball and or at least, at the least, uh, on par offensively with his defense. And, um, you know, we, we, and we can see that by looking at Alabama drafts over the last few years, Alabama putting in, uh, you know, first round quarterbacks and first round wide receivers. So let's talk about the wide receiver position today. Uh, Get you and Joe's grade on, where you think this group is, you know, what we're talking about is where they are today. And then we'll talk about what do we think their potential highest grade is. If you were grading them today, uh, what would that grade be uh, from a, a wide receiver standpoint? Yeah. Uh, if I had to go today, um, just because of, Really, it's an unproven group, but but you've seen flashes from certain guys. I'll go with a B as of today, but I definitely think this group has a chance to work its way with the talent there into an A+. All right, Joe, what's your thoughts on a, a B? I mean, on, on the great for this group, the wide receiver. Xavier's being harsh right there. I mean, based on the opportunity, <laughs> based on the opportunity that these guys have all had, I think you got to go, at, you know, with a, with an A. I mean, at, at Louisville on limited opportunities, Tyler Harrow's performed well. At Georgia on limited opportunities, Jermaine Burton's performed well. I like what Jacory Brooks has done already. You got. Uh, Chris, you got wide receivers have been switched to running backs last year. I think this group is, uh, I mean, definitely put, I mean, the potential that Xavier says I think is spot on, but I think that, uh, they, they haven't had the, you know, they were outshadowed by, or, you know, overshadowed by Jamison Williams and, uh, and, uh, John Mechie last year. So I, I think based on what the opportunities they've been given, they performed. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, Kind of <laughs> go go uh, with your side of things, Joe. Uh, I'm glad Xavier didn't grade my finals. Um, well, this group, well, this, he didn't even say he didn't even say B plus, Joe. No, he just said a well, B. You have to. I mean, I mean, oh, I said an A. You yeah. have to look at it like this, though. 
what Jermaine Burton has done was done at Georgia, not Alabama. What Tyler Harrell has done was done at Louisville, not Alabama. You go back to the national championship game. Trayshawn Holden didn't perform very well. Ja'Cory Brooks didn't perform very well. JoJo Earl wasn't used. Leary was at running back. So, yes, there's a lot of potential. That's why I said this this group, I, I definitely believe, is going to end up at an A-plus. But for what they've done in an Alabama uniform, two guys have never played a game in it. And, and there's probably going to be two of our top three or three to four guys. And then other guys, when they have the opportunity to step up, Ja'Cory Brooks was, the, was the, the savior of the Iron Bowl and then did nothing in the national championship game. So that knocks him down a little bit. And Holden, had, Holden and the other guys just haven't done a lot. I, I I hear you, but but let me ask you this: um, When Bryce Young stepped foot on Alabama's campus, would you have given him a B before he ever played last fall, or would you have probably, given him an A A going into the season? I, the I probably would have given him a, a B plus? because we hadn't seen anything. You, so you didn't get to see any of these guys in the spring. You didn't get. I'm to, looking. You didn't get to check Jermaine Burton's work in the spring. Uh, let me. Let me. We, we're not talking running backs right now. What would you give uh, Jamar uh, Gibbs right now as an individual? Because he hadn't indiv- played. He hadn't played it, huh? As an individual, yeah, probably a B, a B, B plus. Wow, Xavier. Hey Joe, I got to see Joe. I got to see it done in an Alabama uniform when it counts. Hey, okay, let me let me ask it this way: Have you seen a guy be decent somewhere else and get worse when he comes to Alabama, or come to Alabama and be decent and get better when they transfer? Have you ever seen a guy typically typically better? Instantly better, most of the time. Why? Uh, probably because of the talent around them. Okay, so so let's talk about this wide receiver group. You 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 would give with with coming across as a B, you would not give anybody on this team. Let me see, Jermaine Burton. What grade would you give him? Individual. That's our individual. B B B B plus. Jacory Brooks. B B plus. Jacory. I mean JoJo Earl. Uh. Well, he he looked bad in the spring, so probably a B minus. Okay. So 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 you're gonna ding him for the spring because he looked bad, but you're not gonna give Trey uh, Jacory Brooks. At least an A because he looked great in the spring. But Jacory Brooks that, didn't that, play in the spring. I mean, I'm talking about his spring. I ain't talking about the spring. Get spring game. I'm talking about the spring. He was dominant all spring. He Jacory Brooks. Not not Jacory Brooks. Uh, um, um, Jermaine Burton. 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 Jacory Brooks played all well all last year to me. I mean, he 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 was a he was a playmaker all last year. Uh, considering that he was behind, you know, two NFL guys, um, I'm not saying he was bad. I just I wanted 
when it Would you when give, he got is there the, anybody in this wide receiver group that you give anything higher than a B plus? Not yet. Wow, what a okay. Joe <laughs> Joe, not aren't yet. you glad that Xavier's not your professor? Yeah, man. I mean, why do you go out and get Jermaine Burton and uh, and Tyler Harrow if they, <laughs> if they're not better than B plus players? I think that there's no. A I'm not that. saying that they aren't better than B plus players. I'm saying they haven't done it in an Alabama uniform. But that's not how you project to to work. You, you, to no, work. you said how I feel about them now. Right. The but projection, what the projection is, okay. is an A plus. Okay, Xavier, where would you grade the kid? Uh, uh, so you you don't give anybody you can't you there's no way you've ever given anybody an A based on your criteria uh, until they Will until Anderson they would be themselves. Will Anderson uh, would be an A based Dallas on what Turner. he's never done it in an Alabama uniform. Wait, you're talking about before he did anything? Yes, I didn't know who Will Anderson was until a week two weeks before the season. What, but my point is, based on your criteria, the only way somebody gets an A, like like when you look at when you look at Eli Ricks right now, you're gonna give him a B. When you looked at Kool Aid McKinstry, you're gonna give him a B. When you looked at um, uh, Toy, I'm giving Ricks a B because because of the biggest thing we've talked about, he's been hurt and we haven't seen it. What about Toa Toa coming into from last year? Hit played two years B plus. at Tennessee. See, that's B what I'm plus. saying. You, you won't give anybody an A. That's the whole point of a recruiting that 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 some guys come in at A's and some guys come in at B's and B pluses, and then they can go up from there. I would never give a guy an A plus, but if I saw a guy that I thought was gonna step on the field instantly and help, um, I can give him an A. And, and, and when I heard what the guys that came on our shows talked about how Jermaine Burton worked and what I saw what he did against Alabama, he's a B-plus, Xavier, if, if, um, uh, if he has an average quarterback. Do you, do you, do you he, trust Hank South he, or uh, Steve Wilfong or, you know, John Garcia, any of these recruiting guys? That's what it comes down to, really. Yeah. I mean, Xavier, and, and, and hey, listen, by the way, I love I love when we disagree because that makes for good radio. But listen to this, X. X, yeah. Jermaine Burton was a B-plus to an A at Georgia with less talent and definitely a worse quarterback. I'm giving him an A just because he's he will be the number one wide receiver with Bryce Young as his quarterback. You have to factor that into – this equation when it comes to these wide receivers. You, you got Jermaine Burton. You got Tyler Harrell, who averages 20-something point yard – I mean, almost 29 yards a carry, who has Bryce Young throwing it to him. Ja'Cory Brooks will be back healthy. Treshawn Holden, uh, these guys are going to have more experience. Christian Leary adds another whole dimension uh, to it. Will he be an A, uh, A, A, A-plus guy? Probably not himself but does his skill set and being able to take him out I mean Jojo Earl out and put him in or putting some of these other guys in there does the fact that Bryce Young has another year does the fact that our offensive line has a better 
we we hope it's better at pass protection. And does the fact that we now throw in Jamar Gibbs uh, and our other running backs who are also receivers, and we saw that in the spring game, does that bump this group up? In my opinion, yes, which moves them at least to a B-plus, high B-plus on the verge of being an A. Or I would probably give this group an A just on – what I or I think they are from what I saw, um, you know, maybe maybe a really high B plus with the potential to be an absolute A plus. So to me, I guess my question to you, and, and we have to get a break here because I went a little long. What's going to make them an A plus? I think. I mean, I think talent wise, once they get on the field and get in game action, you can see it. If if the young guys take that next leap if Harold can mesh well with uh with Bryce because we haven't seen him at all with it uh <clears throat> with Bryce and I think Burton carries it but can Burton be a a John Mechie a you know can can he can Burton match that level I don't think he his speed wise things of that I don't think his game is a Jameis Williams but can he be a John Mechie level at at the peak? And I think he can. That's why I say that at the end of the season, I'm going to look back at this group and go, these guys are probably A+. Plus. Yeah. You, of course, comparing him to Jameis Williams may be uh, unfair because there, I don't know if any of the other guys were Jameis and Williams that went in the first round. Um, you know, um, I think Jameis and Williams had everything that all of our other top guys had all in one package. So I, I think Jamison Williams is a high bar. Jamison Williams was a first-round draft pick with a knee injury, uh, which tells you how elite his talent really is. Hey, let's get the break. We can pick up a little bit more of that uh, conversation on the other side right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, an active traffic morning. We got a bad wreck on the Interstate 2059. This is eastbound up near mile marker 93, headed up to Lakeview. We also have a wreck on McFarland westbound at Northbrook Drive with injuries. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a new or used vehicle at Townsend Nissan. Remember, they're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Very hot, very humid today. A few spots could see a shower or storm this afternoon or early tonight. The high today, 95. Tonight's low, 76. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Scattered storms again by afternoon. The high also, 95. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. 
Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. I want to remind you about Alabama One Credit Union. We're always doing great things in the community, and we partner with Backpack Connections Apple for education kickoff, which starts today at the University Mall. You may not have had a good reason to go by the mall, but you do now. Alabama Super Share Book, uh, a Volkswagen that has been modified as a collection station for school supplies will be making its grand entrance into the mall on July 7th. That's today, and we'll remain inside the mall to collect school supplies until July 17th. If you would like to volunteer and help raise funds, collect school supplies for students in most need in the city and county, you can go to uh, the University Mall 22. 2022 Apples for Education University Mall Backpack Connections and Alabama One Foundation partner to get it there. Starts today at 1130. Uh, Joe, and if you've not seen it, man, you need to go to alabamaonecreditunion.org and see this share bug. The cool thing is, guess how we're going to get that bug into the mall, Joe? We got some guys that's going to show up. Tim Anderson, uh, J.C. Latham. Damian George, Kendall Randolph, they're going to help carry the bug in, and you can help us get it filled. So go check out those Alabama players, not only making a difference on the football field, but making a difference uh, in the life of students around Tuscaloosa. Uh, that's the backpack kickoff. Uh, apples for education uh, kickoff today at University Mall. All right. Um, I, I know we had that intense conversation there, um, X, but uh, we do have a couple callers have been patient. So let's see if we can get those guys in. Alan, you're in with the Martin Houston show. What's to your mind, sir? Uh, I got a couple of comments. First of all, mm -hmm. Martin, I know that's your son and everything, but you're going to raise up off X now. You're going to raise up off of him now. Leave the young men alone. I got your back, X. I got your back. I can imagine some of these conversations at the dinner table. X, I got your back. Raise up off of him now, Martin. <laughs> um, my, 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 what I was calling about was, you know, the last player in the NFL draft is called Mr. Irrelevant, correct? Do it now, Mr. Irrelevant. Is always called. Okay, so as far as I'm concerned, Robinson is Mr. Irrelevant uh, as far as Alabama football. He couldn't hack it at Alabama, so he goes hmm. in there and runs his mouth and doing what he's doing right now. So I want I want him to have that same energy after you get hit in the mouth a couple of times by Alabama's defense, if he gets on the playing field. Uh, okay, X, I'll let you respond. And then, Joe, I know you wrote a couple articles <laughs> um, on, on, on this, so I definitely want your your thought uh, from from a couple of things he's done. Go ahead, X. Yeah, yeah. Keelan Robinson, that, that's, that's a bold statement coming from a guy who – when he won, when he was a part of the national championship team, he wasn't actually a part of the team. And then you look at the simple fact that you're still the third string running back at Texas. Yes, you're playing, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, it's big talk coming from a guy who's not going to be on the field a lot. But he might. He got most yeah, of the carries don't, don't, when they were getting blown yeah, out. Yeah, but you know, yeah, more, everybody exercises. Now, everybody got to exercise. Everybody got to go in there for warm up. So, of course, he's going to no, be at, on the field. At, Alan, you didn't hear what I said. 
Uh-uh, Allen. Remember, uh, he I think he got a lot of his reps last year when they were getting blown out. So he oh, might be on the floor a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. As no, that's after Alabama defense gets through with him. Uh, yeah. Will Anderson didn't want him to be on the field when he gets to play. So he's about he got rid of his ring. Who cares? You didn't supposed to have a ring in the first place. You're a scrub. <laughs> Joe, let me let me hear your thoughts, Joe. I know you got a like I said a couple of Go out to tie109.com and you can see Joe's article as well as a lot of other great articles from the uh sports staff uh at tie 109. Go ahead, Joe. I mean, yeah, you, you, Xavier just hit it. I mean, for the backup running back to be chatting like this, uh, you, you're going to make life hard on Bijan Robinson. I, 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 I mean, you, it's good to have confidence, but you got to take, you, you got to probably not, not, not speak. The, you know, what is it, uh, Martin? Better to keep your mouth shut and be thoughtful than than, than open your mouth and prove everybody right. Uh, and then, yeah. and then to, to have new, you know, more news hit yesterday that he sold his, that he sold his Alabama championship ring. It makes it makes me wonder if uh, if he's really just salty with Alabama or or like what what, what the real backstory is here. Yeah, and and, and and Coach Stallings used to call it whistling while walking through the cemetery, Joe. Uh, and he said, you're walking through the cemetery and you're trying to put on this, uh, uh, portray this this air of confidence, uh, and, and you're whistling because you're a little nervous about what's about to happen around you. But hey, but 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 thanks, Alan. I, I appreciate that, man. And I, I I'll take off of Xavier when he gets it right. Okay, uh, well, you know, <laughs> leave little man alone. You know, he, hey, that's his opinion, and he gonna stick to it. Everybody got your back. Hey, Alan, just hey, listen, <laughs> he can stick to it as long as you're wrong. That's okay. That's all right. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Alan. Appreciate it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get to Greg. Greg, you're with the Mark the Houston show. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Xavier on his B. For the wide receivers, y'all go ahead, <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, he brought up like Corey Brooks. Yeah, he was the hero in the uh, Auburn game, but let's look at it this way: no one really had any film on him, you know, going in that game, so they didn't really know what he liked to do. So it made it easy, you know, it made it easier for him to, you know, do whatever moves he likes to to get open. And then after that, he had a little film. And he was able to, you know, they were able to defend him. So I kind of look at it this way. You can have all the talent in the world, but when you show up, and until you prove it day in and day out on a consistent SEC basis, how do, how good do we know you, you know, how do we know that you're really that good? I mean, it's just like last year going into the year. We assumed the offensive line would be okay because it always has been. And I did. The talent. I, I, I was worried that, about the offensive what, line. That, I was worried about the offensive line when I saw that uh, Chris Owens was the starting tackle. Well, I, I I get it 100%. But I think that's some sometimes we assume because a talent's going to relate on the field. How many times have we seen a talented guy in high school for whatever reason, you know, how many five stars have come out of high school and then didn't pan out once they had to turn around and get better day in and very, day out to be able very to Very few at Alabama. Very few well, in Alabama, I, and I and that I believe that's because Saban does a really good job evaluating. I, I think there's not a doubt in my mind that these guys will will, uh, will probably turn out to be pretty good. But how good do we? You know, we don't know 
I mean, we, Greg, you, you bring, I saw, you know, like, I, saw I saw Jermaine Burton last year put it on us with a average quarterback. And I saw I saw we, Jermaine Burton in a national championship game against one of the better defenses in the country, against one of the better teams with one of the worst quarterbacks in the SEC put it on us. I don't have to I, see I, get it, it, I don't have but, to see much more than that. And now he has Bryce Young throwing it to him. He has more talent around him at the wide receiver position. He has more talented running backs. He's going to get more opportunities because he has a better D. I mean, just as good of a defense. Jermaine I mean, Burton caught two passes for 28 yards in the natty. And did he did he make a difference? And he did it against our, our third, fourth, and fifth um, DB. Guys, you keep saying what they I, did. So, listen, <laughs> let me ask you, who would you trade for in the SEC? Who's, whose wide receiver room would you trade for? I'm not going to trade for Ohio anyone. States. You know, I said he said in the SEC. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, Come on, Joe, but, don't be throwing out there against I, the guy that got five first rounders on their group. <laughs> I, Martin, and, and I get what you're saying. And do I, I really believe that they'll turn out to be good? I, yeah, LSU. Well, that's not a bad choice either. Kayshawn, B, but, Smith. Bet. I ain't trading any of them. I mean, but also you go back and you talk about you know he made he, he made those two catches and and there were two big catches in the in the in the natty. But what was we more concerned with their three tight ends or was we more concerned with their wide receivers? So where do you target your, your coverage? And that would be so, the that's why I named I give them a more than a B. Not because of their talent. I give them a B because our running backs are better. Our quarterback is better. Our offensive line will be better. Our uh, tight ends will actually, I think, potentially be more of more of a, a, a part of the game because last year we had Billingsley who didn't do anything. Um and, and Cameron Latou was part of the game. I think the young wide receivers and the fact that we pro we will not have to put Kendall Randolph out there will also help us in terms of the receiving. I just think everybody around our wide receivers are going to be better. Therefore, I'm not giving them a B. I didn't say I would give them an A, necessarily A minus, but I definitely have them as a high B plus today with the potential to become an A because of what's around them. I mean, I, and I get it. I just, I, it's just as of right now with what we know. Who would you give? I'm going to go with a B. Any a high grade? Who, who other than Will Anderson? Who are you going to give a high grade to? Who would you give? Well, you, uh, Dallas Turner because he's proved it. Uh, Henry, uh, Henry Joe Toto. Are you going to give him a? Uh, okay, you're what give would him you give Henry Joe Toto going into last year, Greg? I'd give him a B plus because. He did it at Tennessee, but he also, but he also, but not, but also, and this is a little bit of hindsight, Martin, you know, going in, we learned that Toa Toa was actually having to believe he was having to do too much at Tennessee to cover everyone. And so sometimes it got him out of position. What was, cause that, what was the one knock he had coming to Alabama, you know, that, that, 
you know, people that were being a little critical of him, was, he would get himself out of position. And it was because he was trying to, co- to cover up the deficiencies of, of the Tennessee defense. So was he going to stay and do his job assignment, or was he still going to freelance some? Why would you want a B-plus linebacker? When because you can see the talent on the guy, we wanted Toa Toa. We wanted Toa Toa. Guys, y'all can say what you want in hindsight. Before Toa Toa stepped on the field last year, you guys can't grade him for what he ended up doing when he first got here. When Toa Toa was coming through, Toa Toa was the most coveted player uh, in the draft in in the. in, in your transfer portal for Alabama last year. And nobody can sit here and tell me we would not have graded him as an A coming out of two years of starting at Tennessee as an all SEC linebacker. I, but also, but also, Martin, you can't, I, 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 and I get it. But, all, but also, Martin, who else did we have to, to step up in the role at that time? We, we, yeah, I, I got to go get, but, you, hey, but, Greg, you did the but you're judging in hindsight on Toa Toa. Because Toa Toa was an A plus A plus guy coming out of Tennessee last year, regardless of who's on the team, how would you have perceived him coming out of the portal? He would have been if you were looking at an NFL draft last year and looking at needs for your team. Who would have been the first player you picked last year? It would have been Toa Toa based on this the team we had last year. I got to get the break. I love the conversation. I, I love the debate. Uh, uh, we'll have to pick it up tomorrow, Greg. Thanks, man. All right, right, brother. Talk to you later. All right, have a good one. Appreciate you guys. All right, come back on the other side. We'll get to Hank South 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Thank you, sir. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Aiden Dollins with your Tide Sports Update. Five-star running back Richard Young has included Alabama in the top three schools he's considering. Former Alabama and now Texas Longhorns running back Keelan Robinson has said that he thinks Texas can beat Alabama this year and has sold his championship ring from his time in Tuscaloosa. And Bryce Young has been named the SEC Male Athlete of the Year. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership 
and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Bama Sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show, on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. We are now joined by Hank South of 247 Sports on Bama Online, the recruiting expert. How are you doing this morning, Hank? Hey, Xavier. I'm good. How are you? Man, doing good, doing good. Uh, so there's been a lot of news going on in the recruiting world. Uh, Alabama is slowly, rapidly, have you want to look at it, been climbing the ranks. Um, big gets with uh, – Malik uh, Benson on Monday, got, or, I'm sorry, on Tuesday, and then you turn around and you have Peter Woods committing tomorrow. Uh, Rayquez McElder also committing recently. Wh- where's Alabama looking to go next? How's it looking with Peter Woods? Yeah, that's a good question. That's kind of been the, the um, question on every Alabama fan's mind. Um and, and you know it's 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 hard to make a, a firm prediction. Um, Peter Woods' camp has kind of gone completely underground the last couple weeks since he announced his intentions to to commit on July eighth. Um, you know things you know, he, for the longest time. You know he's been considered a an Alabama lean. Um, that's where everyone's kind of expected him to end up. Um, but the last couple weeks, it's been uh, it's been very evident um, how, how much Clemson is actually in play here to land him. Um, you know, that's actually probably my current pick where he's going to end up um, at least committing tomorrow. Um, you know, obviously it is only July. It's a few months until signing day. So Alabama will still have the opportunity to recruit him regardless of whatever decision he makes tomorrow. I'm not saying Alabama is completely out of it. Um, I, I think they're still, they're still pressing. They're still trying to uh, trying to sway him their way. And obviously, you know, they have plenty plenty to go with um with him having you know long-time relationship with the staff having visited dozens and dozens of times um relationships on the team relationships on the commitment list he's a teammate with tony mitchell so you know we'll see what happens crazier things have happened in recruiting but uh it it looks like it's a pretty tight race between alabama and clemson uh maybe clemson with a little bit of an edge heading into tomorrow all right well we got pat on hold pat you're in with Good morning. Morning. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Patrick. Yes, okay. Uh, 
wanted to talk about Shelton uh, Sampson out of uh, Baton Rouge. Is uh, Nick got a chance to go in and steal another one out of Louisiana? Uh, a six-four wide receiver would be a uh, a big get uh, to add to this class. Uh, what do you think, Hank? Yeah, I think Alabama absolutely has a chance, and uh, you know he's one of the the few remaining big wide receiver targets they have after landing Benson and and Cole Adams. You know he took an official visit um, at the end of June, and uh, you know it, it's been you know seemingly a, a neck and neck battle between Alabama and LSU for him. Um, obviously, you know if he picks LSU, he's staying home, so they have that pull. But um, you know he's been to Bama a couple times. Um, you know, Bama's recruited Baton Rouge really well. They obviously, recruit receivers from Louisiana really well. So, um, you know, I, I think they're right there in it. Um, I, I wouldn't project them to Bama just yet, but, you know, I, I think it, it, it's a pretty close race. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be Bama or LSU for Shelton Sampson when it comes down to it. Good deal, good deal. Hey, and I'm going with Peter Woods to Alabama. And I, I, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a blessed right. day. Thank you, Hank, for the information on Baton Rouge. All right. Thanks, Pat. Of course, Pat, you're going to go with Peter Woods, Alabama. I mean, uh, that's what you're hoping for. But, Hank, uh, circling back with Peter Woods, um, I know Saban is really – Alabama's really picked up some momentum on the recruiting trail. But how big of a blow would, would it be to lose, um, you know, Peter Woods to, to a Clemson just – because of the in-state talent, the success Alabama's had at uh, Thompson, you know, you you, you kind of start to get a, a pipeline to a school uh, until some kid goes somewhere else and opens up a different pipeline. How big a blow would that be to lose uh, one of the top-rated players from uh, from from there? Yeah, I mean, it would certainly be a hit. You know, he he's not only, you know, uh, a big-time prospect, it's a big-time position of need. You know, they're they're trying to recruit these top defensive linemen, and, you know, he, he's certainly been one of their top guys for, for a long time. So, um, you know, it, it would definitely be a hit. But, again, you know, they, they'll still have a chance to recruit him. You know, it's not like he's he's committing and signing um, right away. You know, he, he could potentially have a change of heart. If, if that's the pick, you know, I, I still struggle with even – you know, saying, you know, projecting Clemson. It, it, it seems, you know, a month ago that would have been crazy to say. Um, you know, it, it seemed like it was it was all Bama throughout his recruitment. And maybe Peter Woods is doing an, an ultimate, <laughs> you know, suspense buildup. You know, maybe he ends up with Bama. And, you know, I wouldn't be shocked to see that either. But, um, no, yeah, it, it, it would be uh, it would be a hit. Um, there, there's a ton of DL targets they've got. So, you know, they, they can still circle back and, you know, they're not even circle back. They're still pushing for, for a bunch of other top targets they have at the position. You know, they still got Kelby Collins in state, James Smith in state. Uh, but P- Peter Woods has certainly been up there for, for a long time. So him going to potentially going to Clemson would uh would not be great, but uh, you know, they, they would they wouldn't they would recover. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of other positions um of need, Alabama does not have a running back yet in this class. And Richard Young just dropped his top three, which includes Alabama, Georgia, and Oregon. Where is Alabama sitting with the five-star running back? Yeah, I still think Bim is in good shape for Richard Young. Um, and, you know, with him narrowing his list of three, um, you know, that, there's probably some indication that he, he's closing in on a decision. He took his official visits in, uh, in the month of June. 
And, and so, you know, I, I think that's, that's he's been a top target of Alabama since they offered in early 2021. Um, that stayed the, that stayed the, the same throughout um, the last, you know, 12-plus months. And, uh, you know, he's taken, I think, three visits to Alabama this year so far, including that official last month. So um, I, I still think they're in strong standing for him. Co- uh, Robert Gillespie has done a really good job. Of, of recruiting him both as his as his recruiter and uh, potential future position coach, and of course, you know Nick Saban, um, Bill O'Brien. They, they've uh, I think they've shown him, you know, a lot uh, from what he he wants to see on the recruiting trail. Uh, obviously, you know, he, he's called Bama his dream school for a long time, and I think that's I think they're still sitting in good position for him. Um, so you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, he doesn't have a decision date set yet, but like I said, you know, when you narrow your list of three, um, you, know, you got to imagine a, a choice is coming. Relatively soon. Yeah. Speaking and of Hank, they have two four seven sports, Bama Online recruiting. Uh, Hank, just following up on that, um, uh, Robert Gillespie, of course, being a, a former Florida Florida guy, uh, seems to have a really good connection uh, with with these guys. Um, you know, and, and in terms of that, do you see? Uh, just that Florida connection potentially playing a role, even though I know it's a different school that he played at. Uh, when, when you talk to these kids, I, I guess my question is, you know, we, we talk a lot about conference realignment, playing for you know, certain schools uh, and things like that. Do these guys ever talk about, you know, more than just a school? Do they ever talk about the fact that, that they want to play in the SEC versus playing in the, Big Ten versus playing in the Pac-12. Do you ever hear any of that conversation from those guys coming into their decision? Just not just the school, yeah. but the conference itself. Yeah, um, you know, kids mentioned that. You know, you you look um, at the NFL draft statistics and the SEC um, kind of blows it out of the water in, in terms of uh, you know sending guys. I think the Big Twelve had a I don't even a. a weirdly low number of NFL draft selections in, in recent years or one of the recent drafts when you look at the SEC and it's, uh, you know, the, the, they, they definitely take note that it's, uh, you know, it's the top tier conference when it comes to um, the competition and in, in, in future NFL draft production. Um, you, you see a lot of these top schools lists that only include SEC schools, some big 10 schools and occasional, you know, Oregon, USC um, out of the PAC 12. So, yeah, you know, I, I think that's a really important factor to a lot of these kids. And obviously, you know, when you stay in the SEC, you can stay regional, especially if you're from the Southeast. You know, you can stay um, within, you know, the distance of when your family can come see you play. And who knows, you know, with, with this conference realignment, you know, <laughs> uh, I saw Oregon, you know, what was it Phil Knight that wanted Oregon to join the SEC? Uh, you know, so yeah, yeah. be kind of wild, but um yeah. No, yeah, I, I think conference is is definitely important to these kids. Yeah, and talking about conference and even potentially the school, Sunterrain Perkins is a linebacker who is committed to Ole Miss, but there have been rumors that he is looking at Alabama and favoring Alabama and might potentially flip. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, he's actually a guy we're keeping a close eye on. Um, you know, starting back in um, earlier this year, you know, he was tweeting about Bama. Um, he took a visit in early March, posted some pictures. We interviewed him about that visit um, in the spring. And, you know, it, he had some interesting things to say. You know, obviously, you know, he likes Alabama a lot. But, uh, you know, I asked him how is his commitment standing to Ole Miss. And, you know, he said he's still committed to Ole Miss, but he's really not sure where he wants to go. So, 
Um, not the most favorable thing to say about a commitment, I guess. Um, but anyway, <laughs> he, he came back to Tuscaloosa a couple weeks ago uh, with his teammates, took some pictures. Um, then on, I think it was, what's today, Thursday? I think on Tuesday of this week, he started tweeting um, all Bama pictures. He changed his profile picture to a Bama picture. Looked, it looked kind of like it could be a commitment. <laughs> and we reached out to him and he actually said, no, I'm not committed, but did some more digging. And it sounds like um, Bama is a, a real factor there for him. So he's a guy we're keeping a close eye on um, for a potential flip watch. Bimma likes him. He's an athlete, rated as an athlete, but Bimma likes him as a linebacker, um, maybe even a running back. He can play running back too, but um, probably defensive side of the ball where he ends up. But yeah, he's a guy to keep a close eye on. All right. Well, Hank, we appreciate you uh, being on with us this morning. Uh, any closing thoughts, comments of what you guys got coming up and where our listeners can find them? Yeah, you know, just uh, I think, you know, commitment streaks probably going to roll on here the next week or so. You know, we got, um, you know, obviously we're watching Peter Woods tomorrow. Um, you know, we just mentioned Sunshine Perkins and Dylan Lonergan, the uh, quarterback from South Carolina or quarterback from Georgia is making a decision next Tuesday on the 12th. Uh, ben was right in the mix there. And then uh, a few more decisions throughout the month of July. Um, so definitely still pretty active time. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at HankSouth247 or on our site at, uh, at alabama.247sports.com. At, at HankSouth247, best follow in recruiting. Uh, thanks, Hank, for being on with us. Uh, hopefully we'll have uh, big news and um, don't, don't want to wish you wrong, but uh, wish you wrong on – Peter Woods <laughs> on your yeah, crystal ball. Please do. Hopefully your crystal ball. <laughs> hopefully your crystal ball shatters tomorrow. And I know that's one of those that you hope you're wrong as well. So uh yep. but we'll be watching it tomorrow and we'll cover it right here on Tide 100.9. Go ahead, Hank. Um, that, that was it. I hope I'm wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. We'll catch up with you uh next week and, and break down the latest in the recruiting uh battles and trails with uh the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, with Hank South, uh, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, we're going to go straight on through to wrap up today's uh, show. So big news in terms of Alabama that's interesting with the Peter Woods thing. He's been a lot for a long time to Bama, uh, and then he kind of went quiet. Uh, X, Joe, do you guys think this is as much him going to come out and put a little, trying to put a little drama behind his commitment, but – he still picks it tight. Do you think Dabo's come in and stole somebody out of Nick Saban's backyard and out of one of his pipeline schools? Uh, it, it it reminds me of Jeremiah Alexander last year, but yep. this seems to be a little bit more intense than that. Uh, so I I don't know. And, you know, you've, you've heard Peter Woods talk about wanting to continue to play with some of his teammates from high school. And when you look at it, you're talking Traquan Fagan, Jeremiah Alexander, Tony Mitchell. So, I mean, it's a lot of guys that are that are at Alabama or committed to Alabama that he's played with. So, I Clemson would have had to just rock his world, in my opinion, to get it. So maybe it's a little drama, little you know, uh, suspense because he's been such a lot for Bama. He wants to have a little fun with it. But I don't know. 
Yeah, if you're going to be a lock to Alabama, there's really no reason everybody to tune into your YouTube unless you create a little drama there around it. What are your thoughts, Joe? I'm kind of with Xavier on this one. You know, he uh, he, he's, he's talked a lot about wanting to stay with his teammates, you know, and they're, they're all here in Tuscaloosa. Um, no, I think he's absolutely right. You know, I, it's possible he goes to Clemson. You know, Dabo's got a good program, not going to take anything away from him. You know, he might want to go there and be the guy rather than be one of the guys. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think I think he's trying to stir up a little drama here. You know, I, I, I'm, ho- I'm thinking he stays home. All right. Hey, X, uh, have you had enough time to rethink your grade yet and uh, on the wide receivers? No. <laughs> All right, X, okay. You, you, you got Burton. You got Brooks. You got Harold. JoJo Earl. Uh, um, uh, JoJo started dropping some passes in the spring. Uh, so not stole on him. Christian Leary being added back. A uh, couple other guys being added to this group. Maybe we got a young stud or two. But I'm gonna give him X. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna top out at, at, at a B plus with the potential to be an A plus. And I, I throw all of that to the Heisman Trophy uh, guy and the running backs making these guys uh, harder to cover. So. I'll give you the final thoughts, and then I'll wrap things up. Take about 30 seconds. I'm going with a B. I'm going with a B it, with the potential to be an A+. Plus. You've got to see it come together. you got to see these guys jail and see if they can become that unit that we've seen in the past. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold you to that, and we're going to check it after summer camp and see if you change any when you hear more stuff about these guys. I'm down. All right. Well, hey, hey, that wraps up today's show. Been a great show. Been a fun show. Thanks to all the callers, listeners, viewers, and chatters. Thanks to X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston, regular part of the Martin Houston Show. With Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9, remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. A roll tide out there, everybody. We'll catch you on tomorrow, and hopefully, Bama picks up another big recruit. Roll tide, everybody. Have a blessed day. Thank you.